It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design with Jason Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, September 20th, and you're listening to episode 486th. Uh, 486th? What is that? The 486th episode of this podcast of Ye Old Building the Game. Uh, I have joining me today somebody who's been on before uh, and somebody you're going to get to know a lot over the next time here. Uh, that is Danielle Standring. Hello, Danielle. Hello. How are you? Good. So, get to know me. Get to know they, you. Well, they are going to get to know both of us. Why? Why? Well, we'll tell you later. But um, uh, but it's not on this podcast. So yeah. So you have to figure that out. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So Danielle is joining us today. And how uh, how things been going, Danielle, with your your streaming and your TikToking and your board gaming and things all of that. Going- Things have been going great. I feel like I'm in a perpetual state of board games now. Like if I am not at my desk working, like I am living, breathing, walking, talking board games. And it's kind of exciting. Like I didn't realize uh, I would be at this point in my life in my 30s where I get to talk about really cool board games all the time. (laughs) It's a good thing, right? It's a good thing to be able to talk about board games and to play board games as well is also very exciting. Mm -hmm. It also helps uh, that my little one, is not playing board games with us too. Although they're not the board games I want to play. They're just rolling <laughs> dice and moving crows down roads. Um, but it is very exciting to see her excitement for board games and what that means for us in the future. It yes. is primo. <laughs> yeah, no, that is, you know, my kids, as they've been getting older, they've been playing games since they were, you know, the same age your kid is, but like now they can play more and more. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've kind of graduated into, um, playing you know like we've been playing kids Catan, which is like honestly it's not that much less complicated than settlers of Catan is it's Hmm. it's just nicer um (laughs) like that's that's about it it's nicer and yeah that's that's all um they really like that we've also been um they've also my son's new favorite game uh is abandon all artichokes by americans yes which is is so good like i need to have a i need to have emma on the show at some point just to talk about that game it's it's so clever it's so simple straightforward and yet clever and different um if you haven't played it by gosh go out and get it just go buy it it's really good um it's it's so stinking cute it is oh the artwork is great my kids grumpy potato It's so cute. Oh, yeah. My kids love that they get to, like, they actually pick out specific artichokes to have in their deck. Mm -hmm. Like, because there are so many of them are different. Mm -hmm. So they just pick out different ones to have for their 10 in their deck. And uh, and my kids, like, my daughter needs help with it. But, like, my son can just play it. He's uh, he's nine and he can just play it. No problem. That's Um, awesome. And, you know, my my daughter does a good job playing it with just a little help of like, she's like, what, which one should I take? And I'm like, I would take this one because of this. Oh, OK. And then she'll, cool. you know, yeah. Um, but my son legit beat me the last time we played and he was very happy about that. Very He'll happy. remember that forever. He will. He will. He'll rub it in for sure. So uh, <laughs> do you want to hear yeah. a fun fact about those I, artichokes? I do. If you take all the artichokes and put them into just a stack, they're a uh-huh. little flip book and they dance. Oh wow 
Yeah, insider. So you, have to, you have to put them in a specific order, I assume, nope. to do that? No? No, nope. oh. you can just put them all because I think there's like five different faces or six different faces. Okay. If you just, you know, shuffle them up, put them in there and just flip right through them. They do like a little like hand dance and their like eyes go back and forth. Oh, wow. I made a TikTok I'm... about it. That's why. <laughs> I missed that one. I should, uh, I need to show uh, that to my kids. That is fantastic. Um, wow. Yeah, check out the, uh, check out the game right TikTok. They, uh, they have some good material there. Provided by your Shirley. <laughs> right, right. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, well, hey, we, um, we enough with that small talk business. Uh, so, so Gen Con is happening this year. Uh, actually, it, it just happened last weekend, uh, but we're not there yet. So, uh, so this is coming out just a tad bit late, but I'm not going to Gen Con, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> but, fine. <laughs> but, but, um, every year we usually do a Gen Con preview episode and, um, last year we did it cause Gen Con was just online and I was not about that. Uh, but this year, uh, Danielle is going and it's actually, it's your first time going it to is. Gen Con. It is uh, my first time. And it's really my second time going to like a board game exclusive or a tabletop exclusive convention. So I've been to PAX East more than I can count. And I've always gone for like video games. I went to PAX Unplugged the first year was out i think it was like 2017 was the first year they did it we had a ball like my husband and i we played more board games than we can imagine and it was like it was like an oasis it was wonderful Mm -hmm. but this is the first time we're doing gen con and this is the first time we're doing a convention without kids yeah 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 it's going to be like pure like unbridled joy of like an adult playing board games all weekend (laughs) um yeah that's uh that sounds great. I miss that. I miss that a lot. I don't even know what that's like. I like I'm like sitting here trying to make plans for myself and I'm like, oh wait, I can actually do that. Like I yeah. I, I was invited to do a few things and I was like, normally it's like, oh, immediate no, like out of my mouth. Like, oh no, sorry, can't do that. Like, you know, kids go to bed by eight. Right, I'm like, right. wait a second. What kids? What just kids? kidding. I'll be there. <laughs> just to make sure I make it home. That's fantastic. Um and you can walk everywhere, which is great. So, need to get my steps in. I have a pretty, yeah. I have a pretty big uh, goal for my fitness app this week. So well, not this week, this month. I need to hit uh, like 150 miles this month. Wow, that's a so. So that's what an average of. Oh, that's about five miles a day. That's not yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not awful, but like when you get caught in like days where you're like, I have a ton of work. I'm at my desk all day. Right. You look at your watch and you're like, crap, I've walked like 0. 0.5 miles. Like this, I need to go. Yeah. So Gen yeah. Con's gonna boost it. We're gonna get lots yeah. of walking in. I I average anywhere between eighteen and twenty five thousand steps most days at Gen Con. So wow. Yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of walking and fitness goals, uh. I just looked at my like spreadsheet that tracks how long I've been walking for. Mm-hmm. I have managed to hit my my goal of about 11,000 steps a day for three years. Holy crap. Without missing a day. Three That's years incredible. straight, never missing a day. 1,403 days currently right now as of this recording. Uh, but yeah congratulations yeah, so. that's Thanks. big that's yeah. a lot of steps that takes like that's like effort that isn't you don't get that on accident no 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 and there are days where i do get it on accident and it's really nice like i'm just doing stuff and like i'm like hey we i was it. doing all this walking and you know but most of the time no it's 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 saying like i'm gonna commit to walking right now awesome um, so my wife does it too which helps um so yeah 
it does make it uh, a lot easier to do when when you're both interested in that. <laughs> Good so, for you. Yeah. I need to go for a walk after this. I need to go get my <laughs> butt moving. I feel bad. I don't even have my watch on right now. That's how like not dedicated I am oh, to this see, goal. That is one of the tricks. You always want to have the watch on because you want every steps step. for every step you do. Because uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm currently at two thousand for the day. So. Ooh. Hashtag life goals. This is where we're at right now. <laughs> How many steps you got? Let's do a check-in. Right, right, right. Um, but so you're going to Gen Con. It's your first mm -hmm. Gen Con. You're very excited. Uh, so let's. Uh, so normally, what we do with these, we kind of talk about um, what what is something you're what are you, what's something you're really excited about for Gen Con. Uh, other, I know like everything, but tell me some of the top <laughs> things you're excited about. So if there's anything I guess you need to know about me is that I'm really bad with keeping up to date on things. Um, so I'm the type of person that hears about a game and I'm like, oh, did you hear about this new game? I can't wait to play it. And my husband will be like, that came out like two years ago. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So I think <laughs> what I'm really excited for is actually seeing things that are going to be new. I like surprises. And I think that's a big reason why I don't like keep up with the news as much as I should. And I'm like, feel right, very right. guilty saying this, but I love being surprised where if I, the anticipation would kill me, but if it just shows up, like if I see like on Twitter, like game releases today, I'm like, Holy crap, what is that? That's new. I'm excited for this. Um, so I think that is really where my, the, the joy, the Christmas morning where you walk through the doors and you're looking at all of the exhibitors and you're like, I've never seen this before. Tell me about it. I want someone to like embrace me with their words and tell me about their game. And I'm excited to hear it. Nice. So that's, 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 that's where my excitement's coming from. I know it sounds lame, but like, <laughs> like I love learning about new things and I don't want to know what's happening. Yeah, I so the thing is, like, I find when it comes to Gen Con, that really is one of my um, one of my favorite things is like, you know, like I would always go with a list of games that I'm excited about. But like um, what ended up happening was usually the best thing I found was the thing that I found when I was there that I didn't know about. And I'm mm -hmm. so stoked about it. Um, whether it's a little game in a little spot that somebody's got going on, you know, mm -hmm. like in a little booth. Um, and those are the booths you really want to check out because there are games you'll only find at Gen Con. And, uh, and I love that. Or the, the little, like people do different art and stuff. Like there's an artist Sally, but like, you know, the people do like the little, like, oh, here's pins or this other thing. Right. And they'll, I love, love, love that stuff as well. So, yeah. I remember it was a few years back at PAX East. Um, we, it was like right when like the indie booth, the indie section started getting big for video games. Like it was still small, but like it was enough to like create its own space. And I remember, cause like you couldn't go see all the, like the big AAA events. If you, you, you had to stand in line for like three hours to see like a 20 second demo. And you're like, I, I'm right, good. Like right. I want to go spend my time playing some games. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. introduced um, all of the individual booths for like indie gamers. And they were usually like local gamers. And I found this one game and we played it for so long. It was called like Awesome Knots, I think. I don't even know if it's supported anymore, but it was like a 3v3 side scrolling MOBA. And it was one of the coolest things. And we ended up sitting there all day because no one was coming to the booth. We just sat there and played with them and chatted. <laughs> and it was, and I'm glad they did well. I do remember seeing them on Steam and like they had really good reviews. Um, but that's the type of stuff I look forward yep. to. Even, um, when Dragoon was first coming out. And I think they were, because they're local to Massachusetts. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're Lately the ones with like the cloth board, right? And like yeah. fancy pieces, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Lay Waste, I think they're like both East Coast, West Coast, but primarily here. And they were at PAX East one year. And like the tabletop section was not always as big as it was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it, this was a while back. I can't even date it. And I remember sitting down and like talking with the lead designer on it and he was showing me the game. And now it's like this huge thing and they're like producing like amazing games. That's the type of stuff I'm looking for is like finding those little like you said, the stuff you'll only see at a convention, those little things that you really are going to enjoy. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm here to see all the little games. Yep. I'm here yeah, to look I was, at the- I was actually at a booth across from them uh, at Origins several years back. So, yeah. And I was like, this is really cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. But those one-off games, you'll find, like, there was this game my friend Rob bought, um, or Rob Couch used to be on the show, uh, for those who listen. Uh, he bought, and I think you talked about this on the show, with this game, and it's a lantern Mm-hmm. And it sprays light onto the table, and then you play in the light and shadow based on the shapes. Oh, uh, and I don't even like that's the board, and I literally have no idea if it ever did anything after that. It was like 50 bucks, so it was just like it was looked neat, but I just didn't think that Steph and I and the kids would play it enough. Yeah. Um, but he he picked it up though and was really excited about it. And I don't know how it went after he got it, but uh, yeah, yeah, um. <laughs> So, yeah, but it, that was just one of those games where, like, you'd only find that at a convention. Um, and it was just super cool to see that. I'm trying to think. Okay, so I, I was just, I was fact-checking myself here. So it was a few years back. It was, like, 2016 packs, And they had, like, another, another like, small, like, indie tabletop section. We were playing a deck builder. It's called Brass Empire. Really cool, your standard your standard deck builder. You're building an engine, um, and you're trying to defeat your opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd and I loved it. My husband and I loved it. We bought it. We went all in on it. We bought sleeves and everything. Um, and we we're like, man, I really hope this company does well. Lo and behold, they come out with Set of Watch two years later, which we mm-hmm. absolutely are infatuated with. Uh-huh. And it's just so good to see, like, where they are in the beginning and then like follow them from the beginning and just see the success all the way to the end. And they're killing it with set of watch. So, so awesome. I, I want, I want all of that. I want those success stories. Like I <laughs> yes. want a good, like heartwarming, like I was there from the beginning. Right. Yes. Yeah. Though those, that is, it is very cool to see. Um, I mean, I remember uh, the Gen Con where we found this game that was a new game. Um, everybody was talking about it. Uh, but it was a company nobody had ever heard of. Uh, and they made this game called Sentinels of the Multiverse. And like, <laughs> I bought a copy from the first print run of it. Uh, and then they turned into greater than games and now they do a bunch of stuff. Uh, and it was, you know, it's cool to see those success stories. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah. I'm here to, I'm here to find it. I'm here. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to make a little journal. Maybe I'll blog. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, be like, I was there in the beginning. I thought they were cool before they were cool. I'm hipster, Danielle. But- uh, that's what I say about Wise Wizard, formerly known as White Wizard, because they're they're also local too. And I was like, I was there from the beginning. Like I had like super paper <laughs> cards and I still love them. <laughs> nice, nice. So you're gonna be doing some demos uh, a lot of times uh, at uh, and those demos are for portal games, right? Yep. Yep. So we are going to be I'm going to be talking about the new Dune game coming out by Portal. It's based off the detective system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very excited. I've been playing it. I can't talk much about it. Okay. I'm feeling the eyes coming through the computer right now. Like, don't you dare talk about it too much. <laughs> um, but I am very excited to be playing this game and to be able to talk about it more in the future. But that 
that is primarily what I'm going to be doing there. We're also going to have Dreadful Circus, which is a new party game that is coming out. Um, and I believe we're also going to have some demos of Eleven, which is a football manager game. A soccer manager game for those of us in America. Right, right. <laughs> not not the, football. The for NFL. those people who don't watch Ted Lasso uh, I, in America. I need to binge watch that. Maybe I'll watch that on the plane. That's a that's an assignment I have to watch Ted Lasso. So I'm a little more acquainted with football here in America. Right, right. Um, I do too. Yes, I do too. I've heard <laughs> lovely things about it, but have not had a chance to watch it yet. So, yeah. But yep, that's the plan. I'll be there all weekend for the most part. Yep, Thursday through Saturday. Um, plenty of games to play. There's a good group of folks at the booth ready to teach you games and just have a good time. And I see them like pinging in my Discord right now, like making plans. All right, what are we going to do this this day, guys? What are we doing? So it'll be a good time over at the portal booth. Come hang out. Well, you won't right. because this is in the future. <laughs> right, right. Because you either did or you didn't. That's what happens. So we'll find out. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you're doing demos, you're doing things, you're going to get to see a lot of new stuff that is exciting. Um, you know, how you feeling about, obviously there's a lot to consider right now with Gen Con, uh, like we talked about before. Um, I know Gen Con's got some rules. Masks are required. <laughs> They're not checking vaccines, right? It's just masks are required. I think. Yeah. It's across um, the board, uh, masks for everyone. Right, no stipulations. Right. right. So how are you? Um, yeah. I mean, how are you? Like everybody's risk tolerance is different. Um, and I've seen some really good posts on Twitter about this and stuff. I think uh, Avenel um, posted some really good stuff about this, a really good conversation. So like you're staying with your husband, which is mm -hmm. helpful um, mm -hmm. because you don't have to worry about other people uh, determining like your risk tolerance. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So like, how are you, how are you feeling about that? I mean, no judgments. I'm just honestly just curious, like, because um, everybody, you know, is feeling differently. Obviously, I'm feeling, you know, not comfortable enough to go. Um, but I respect that some people are going, obviously. So, yeah. So I, I like you, like you had mentioned, my husband's coming with me where we have our own room. It would be a much different scenario if that were not the case. Um, I, I am vaccinated. You know, I'm going to take the precautions that I'm still taking in my daily life. I'm wearing the masks. You know, I am distancing when I can. Lots of outdoor time. I can't remember the last time I went physically into a place, which is a benefit of, you know, it being nice out. Um, so this is going to be the first time that I am going to be inside with a crowd of people. And it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be more of a a social thing for me at this point that I might struggle with. Like I feel mm -hmm. confident that, you know, because I am vaccinated, you know, I am going to make sure I'm wearing my masks. I'm going to make sure I keep my distance when speaking to people. Like I'm confident in that. I think it's more of the social aspect where I haven't been around a group of people in 18 months. I've only communicated with folks through a phone or my computer or over text. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's really where my, uh, my brain's out right now. Like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I'm going to be like the awkward person. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm just going to stand here right. like this. Like, how do I stand hands on hips? So, um, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm confident, you know, with where I stand and how I'm being respectful of this whole situation. Um, I hope people there will follow suit and we'll do the same. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, um, we're just going to take it as it comes, I guess. Lots of hand sanitizer. I plan on like having like a whole belt of just hand sanitizer just pumps out the side. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, here, come here before before. Just let me let me just you're like, you know. You're like Batwoman, but you've just got you know like 
the utility the belt, utility like belt is just hand sanitizers and like wipes and stuff. Like, Clorox wipes I can chuck yes. away in like a battering. Like here you go. <laughs> Put up shields like we're we're demoing stuff. I'll just have like a big shield around us. You should right have now. like you should have like a not weaponized version of that um of that like you know those sticks that you can like swing and they like extend out they're like illegal because they're like like a baton thing yeah you need one that's not like a weapon that you can use to like just with a hand on the end to like if somebody's too close you're just like and they just pushes them back and you're like step back this is my like foot social distancer please stay away from me or like one of those little claws like um or like like a casino like a little craps dealer thing or like the the claws that like the older people use to get stuff off the top shelf like here i'm just gonna take my dice thank you pull this over here we'll wipe it off before it goes into my hand you know like or like a real life shoehorn <laughs> that is the right word shoehorn that's what you get your shoe on <laughs> <laughs> i just know it's a stick it helps <laughs> yes yes um <laughs> weaponized shoehorns <laughs> fantastic so yeah, no. I, I mean, one of the things you'll have to report back on is, you know, what what Gen Con was like. On you know, like you had talked about, like seeing some other conventions where they just didn't look as busy and stuff. And like, so I'm really interested to to hear what Gen Con is actually like compared to. I mean, I know you can't compare it to normal because mm-hmm. you've not been there before. But like, you know, I, I know there. I know that Gen Con is taking a lot of precautions, and I do really respect that mm-hmm. um, because so many. Um, so many people uh don't talk you know like um like you know uh i just lost my train of thought i was just talking and it just <laughs> fell out of my head and there it went um just like that i i know that you know i i know others that are going and i'm just really curious you know kind of like what the turnout looks like and things like that and gen con like i said that's what i was saying is taking such good precautions and trying to you know make sure that they can do what's right um because they, I mean, as the business, I get it. They have to keep going. Like they, they took a year off and that's incredibly difficult for a business whose primary source of income is to run this thing. Hosting and, people. And, you know, I think last year you had a lot of companies and stuff and probably sent convention centers and stuff that were very, very nice to them about needing to cancel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> happen this year so they kind of have to do it right yeah i'm i'm very curious because my only experience with conventions is being you know like shoulder to shoulder with people like someone's sweat just rubbed up against your arm and you're just like i don't know where that came from like you're just i am very curious to see you know what it's going to look like because i've never experienced if it is indeed going to be slow it might not be i might be fully surprised but i've never experienced a convention where i am not like sardines in a can or like I haven't had to wait to like do something right. that I really wanted to do. So yeah. I, I from that aspect, I, as someone who's going to indulge in this, go as like, um, you know, enjoy the pleasure side of it. That to me is like exciting. That thought like the, oh, I can just walk up to a booth and I might be able to just play something and not have to like sit there and wait. Um, but at the same time, you know, when you're trying to promote business that seems rough that seems like it's going to be a hard time right so i'm uh i'm very curious i'll report back i'll let you know how it goes it'll be nice not having to bring like an extra t-shirt because it is so hot we i was having this conversation the other day um like what should i pack because normally when i pack to go to a convention i'm gonna bring like four extra outfits because i'm gonna like want to go like take a midday break you know go Mm -hmm. get rid of all of like the con sweats (laughs) like you know get out of the crud a little bit like 
maybe I have to bring a sweater. Is it going to be cold in there? Who knows? Yeah, it's probably not going to be cold in there. Let me live in my fantasy world. <laughs> then again, if they're cooling it for the normal number of people and there's less, maybe it will be cold in there. But normally it's hot as bleep and bleep bleep. I tell you just, what, it's not I did cool. just see a, a state, like something about filtration systems and... I'm like, maybe maybe they're just going to turn it into like an ice box. Like, we're all going to be Eskimos. <laughs> like, maybe I should bring gloves. I'd be okay with that because I, I already like get like super hot when as is and turn beet red. Like, maybe maybe I won't have to experience that this time. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You don't know, right? You don't know. So, um, so yeah, is there any other anything else you want to say about Gen Con? Anything else? I'm ready to go fangirl. After like a year and a half of like I feel being pretty involved in the board game community, I still like have moments where someone will reach out to me and I'm like stopped in my tracks. I'm like, <gasps> who's this messaging me? Or like I'll like show my phone to my husband. I'd be like, oh my god, look who just messaged me. And like I still have those moments, and I think. I'm going to have that moment at the chip theory booth. Like, I just want to stand there and <laughs> breathe it in. Like, I want to go talk with the folks who made too many bones, like huge, hugely impactful. My like board gaming life that company is with their games. And mm-hmm. I have no doubt I'm going to see their presence and just not going to know how to speak. Like I'm going to be the awkward person just standing there like a starfish. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, someone please talk to me. <laughs> oh yeah so no I I, that's what i'm really that number one for me right there that's what yeah, i'm looking forward to <laughs> that's great i i am i'm very very excited for you um i remember you know you i think are going with a really good idea of what it's like um the first time i went to gen con i had no idea like i really the first time i went gosh back in 2004 um when oh, wow. i went it was like the idea was just like let's go once to see what it's like because we've heard it's really cool. And then we went there and we're like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. Like I got to go next year. And then like, I've only missed, I, the only years I've missed were last year, which didn't happen. And then this year, because I'm not going. So like, um, so yeah, so I've been a bunch and uh, uh, I had no idea of what to expect. And every year, even when I did after the first kind of know what to expect, it was still always so different and so exciting Um, But meeting people and seeing people that you've met online, but never like met in person, that feels really good. And there was less of that back when I first started. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's going to be be huge for me because all of my board game relationships have been based off the Internet so far. Like I have like my my small board game community and at home, but like. I've met you through the internet. Like everyone Mm -hmm. I've spoken to and built a relationship with has been via email, been through text. So to actually put a face to a name, to sit down at a table with someone that I've been talking to for 18 months about our favorite board games is terrifying. Number one, (laughs) terrifying, but also incredibly exciting. And for someone to finally like being someone on TikTok and having people always say like, Oh, you seem so cool. I can't wait to play a game with you. Like to actually do that with someone. Like I can't wait to give that experience and get that experience. Um, so that yeah, right. again, terrifying. Cause I don't know how to act in front of people. I'm a feral child. Um, and, <laughs> and that was before it, the pandemic. <laughs> that, yeah. Now I am just, I am, you know, alpha, alpha, 
alpha wolf in this wolf pack because and i can edit myself i can't edit myself at this place (laughs) i have to uh go kind of corporate danielle for a little bit right right so um i think that's a good transition point speaking of editing yourself right uh so i edit this podcast you edit your tiktoks and many of your things you are able to edit before you publish them Mm -hmm. uh but now we're going to talk about something that we can't edit because it's going to be live and that to me is incredibly terrifying. The idea of doing things live, not because I'm a bad person, but because sometimes I just sound like an idiot. Uh, and, and I know the listeners of this show are like, we know that Jason, but Facts. no, trust me. Sometimes I sound more like an idiot than you would know. And, um, and yeah, because of that, uh, I'm a little terrified of doing what we're going to do, but we're going to do it. Um, so if any of you uh, do follow Danielle, she started a recent segment on her TikTok channel um, called Board Game Adjacent. Uh, and she happened to name drop me in the first one and then hint and whisper about starting a stream. So we're going to talk about that stream because Board Game Adjacent, uh, in addition to being the thing that you do sometimes on your TikTok channel, is going to be a stream that we do hopefully twice weekly or more, depending uh, on how it goes. So yeah, it's... Um, I can't wait. I can't wait either. Um, we're looking to start doing it um, within about a, probably a month from now or yeah. hopefully less. Uh, and we're going to try and kind of just move into it and, uh, and grow uh, in our knowledge of how to do it uh, as we go. Um, but Definitely this- a learning process for both of us. This right. is going to be right. good. We're going to need a whole book of lessons learned. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. And you'll get to see it live, live <laughs> on Twitch. Uh, so this kind of all started with, uh, I had Danielle on the show, if you all remember, uh, the last time to talk about content creation in in the board game space. Um, and, uh, and you and I would say hit it off really well, uh, in that last episode. Um, that conversation was super fun. Um, It's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) And then, so I reached out to you after that and said, Hey, you know, I've been interested in doing something that's a little more off topic and you, um, do a lot of stuff. And I feel like this is something that would be interested, you might be interested in. And so we chatted and we kind of landed on this idea of doing a, of doing a stream on Twitch uh, called Board Game Adjacent that would be, uh, and that was literally the first name we came up with. I remember we were like going back and forth, like, should it be this or that? Or no, like, you nailed it immediately. Like the <laughs> second you said it, I said it out loud and my husband like turned his head towards me and he was like, <laughs> That's like good. giving yeah. me like the, the, the frantic like head shake. Like, yeah, that's you it. And I'm like, yeah. You didn't tell me that. I didn't know that. Wait, that's some hilarious. Things, some things are a little behind the scene. All right. So it, what's <laughs> funny is at, when you messaged me about this stream, because I left uh, after your podcast, like I sat down on the couch and I was like, man, I really had a good time. Like, and I was just like kind of reflecting on our conversations and I was like, I think I sound a little crazy. I hope I didn't come off crazy. I hope he actually still likes me. I don't know. And I did like the 21 questions questioning myself. And then you messaged me and I was like, why did he message me? Maybe I wasn't crazy. Or maybe it's like, he's like, I never want to talk to you again. And you're like, hey, how do you feel about a stream? I was like, oh, likes me. It's like one of those moments where I got the text. I was like, he likes me. <laughs> like he wants to be friends. Well, um it's funny because oh. I sent that text like, oh, man, like I'm always afraid, like because I like reach out to people when I want to work with someone. I'll just reach out and say, hey, I'd like to work with you. Would you be interested? And here's my thought of what we could work on. And like, it's amazing how many like I, I most of the time people say yes. And like, 
but it's always terrifying every time i'm always like they're gonna think i'm weird like why is this guy reaching out to me no total opposite i was like i'm the weird one does he even know who i am probably not but that's okay because he's gonna learn real quick with the stream (laughs) (laughs) and it's going to be fun right and it's true i did learn real quick uh, even just talking before the stream um (laughs) i don't know if that's a good thing so so the idea of the show though is going to be that we're going to like we're going to hang out um with danielle and i um and we're going to uh have different guests on Uh, kind of the idea of board game adjacent is that pretty much every guest we have will be somehow related to the board game industry or whether they're a designer a publisher a content creator um whatever um and then we will talk about not really board gamey stuff a lot of the times we'll just chat about stuff in general just you know those those side conversations we have and the small talk we have on this show um and that you know danielle has with others except for we'll have it all around uh just board game people uh getting all of us getting a chance to talk about whatever we feel like talking and really whatever the the guests feel like talking about i'm excited to get to learn more about people and just Because I feel like all we ever being in the industry and then seeing everyone on social media, you always see like their board game life. And like, I know like how I project myself, you really only see my board game life, but there's so, there's so much more to me. I feel like that's very (laughs) cliche. There's so much more to me other than board games. We do so much outside of the table. We do so much with our families, with our friends, Mm -hmm. you know, some like, like to cook. Someone might enjoy this sport. It, Everyone is so unique and diverse, and I think it is going to be very exciting to hear that um, from the people we all see every day in the board game industry. So, yeah, it, it's going to give everyone just a nice perspective of who you are. You are more than just a meeple. Let's make that a tagline. <laughs> you are more than just a meeple. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I know that's you know that's something that, like I said, we do small talk on this show, but I, I really do try and keep it down more than we used to i know rob and i used to get accused of too much small talk um and you know and and i can see that too because it was just rob and i right and this was just two of us and now sometimes it'll just be you and i Uh, sometimes it'll just be one of us with other people or you know i mean it won't always be both of us um but you know really like having that ability to just just talk about whatever um that is just it's really fun because that really is how you get to know people you know um you and i were saying and i was saying that like my wife and I's highest compliment for someone turns out to be the same type of highest compliment that you and your husband have, which is I want to get to know people who I want to have a beer with, right? Mm -hmm. Like who would I hang out and have a beer with? Like, and and that's, those are the people that like, that's my highest compliment is that seems like the type of person I'd want to have a beer with. And yeah, uh, like come, come sit down. Let me pour you like a cup of coffee. I made cookies. Want to share like, like someone I want to sit down and enjoy a nice fine drink with and with nothing else in between you. Like I don't, I think that's the important part. You don't need to have like the board in between you, the board game, the game. Like you don't need to have like a phone in between you, like where you can just purely sip on something delicious and just talk. That's it. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the idea really is that like, there's no real agenda other than just being able to chat. Um, And I I do think sometimes we've got some ideas for some fun, like little things we can do sometimes. And maybe episodes will be more like event episodes where we, play some sort of game thing or something you know that's something we've talked about or or just do something silly for the episode um 
but those will be those will be the one off episodes instead of a show like this where the one off episodes are the more, you know, things where we don't don't do what we normally do at all. Um, a lot of it's going to be, you know, those will be the those will be the weird episodes. The normal episodes will be just chatting it up. Um, Who are you kidding? We, Every episode is going to be weird. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm at weird like as yeah. different from the normal level of weird. Um, On a so, scale from one to really weird, where are we at today? So, uh, so one of the things um, that uh, that I think is is worth talking about is. You know, we've talked about doing two streams a week, um, a shorter one during the day, one day. And I'm not going to give days because I like that may not, that may change. But right now our plan is to do one early week, one later week. Uh, one would be during the day for like an hour-ish or so. Um, and then the other one would be a longer stream in the evening. Um, probably target more guests towards the evening streams, I would guess, because those mm -hmm. are probably going to go longer. But hey, you never know. Um, and I'm sure we'll have some repeat guests, but we have a really good list of people uh, that are going to be on the show as long as they say yes, because we haven't asked a lot of them yet. But... <laughs> We're going to forcefully tell them that they're joining us on Tuesday nights. Be like, and just bamboozle them with a link. Be like, come on in. Right, chat. right. Um, so I, um, yeah, like I, I'm really excited about that idea. We we do have, we do already have some people confirmed who are going to be, who are going to be on and they're exciting people uh, focused a lot on content creators, really fun game designers. Cause boy, are there some dud game designers, Matt Riddle, um, you know, and other people like that. Um, funny. I was actually just talking to Matt Riddle on Twitter recently about, he's going to do a play test for me. Uh, cause he really is a nice guy. And actually he's going to be on the show in two weeks, uh, is the plan. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Um, but he was like, Hey, by the way, I'm excited to see you're doing stuff with Danielle. She's cool. So, Aww, um, so I was like, well, based on your recommendation, Matt, I'm going to have to drop this idea, but yeah, we're not doing it anymore. No, <laughs> no blessing from Matt Riddle. We can't have that. Um, but yeah, so we'll have different people on and, um, you know, I'm just really, really excited. Um, you know, if you, if you are, um, so the first thing I think is really important is to follow, um, Danielle and I on, on the Twitter is going to be the easiest way. Uh, you can also follow, uh, on the Twitter, you can follow, um, is it at board game adjacent? I'm looking it up right now. I can't remember if that fit <laughs> or think... not. Uh, oh no, it didn't. So it is uh, on Twitter. We are at BG adjacent. Um, and uh, so follow us there. Right now, we probably have zero followers because we haven't done anything no. with it. We literally just reserved the page. Um, and uh, on Twitch, we're going to be board game adjacent. Mm -hmm. um, and in all the other places, we're going to be something like board game adjacent. But if you want to message us, actually, you can send any of your comments to boardgameadjacent at gmail.com as well. Um, yeah. So send them all that way. You can uh, you can follow from like I said, follow me at J. A. Slingerland. Danielle is at Danny D. A. N. I underscore Standring, mm -hmm. and um, we would definitely will will be talking about that um, probably probably over the next week. I think we'll start to talk about it more um, because um, because I feel yeah, like we're very prepared. I do feel like we're very prepared um, because because yeah because we haven't done it yet. And I think that as soon as we try and do it, we're going to be like, wow, we are ill. -prepared. We were not prepared at all. <laughs> we were wrong. Um, so there's that. Yeah. But I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be okay. Um, yeah. I was trying to think if there's anything else, if you, um, yeah, if you're, um, if you're a board game person, you're interested in possibly guesting on the show, let us know. And uh, we can see 
how the schedule works out uh, with all those other people who have not yet said yes because we haven't asked them. Um, I, I need to think about this is really important. This is like number one question. What drink am I going to have for our first stream? Am I going to go coffee? Do I go ice? Do I go hot? Is is the is the first stream going to be? Should we do, should we do a daytime stream first just to make it ease into it, or should <laughs> to we test, do to test the waters? Hi, welcome to a board game adjacent. Um, or <laughs> should we paralyze staring into the camera? Well, we just did talk about our yeah our earlier in the week stream is likely going to be the night or, night stream is what we talked about. So mm-hmm. um, if that works out, then uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see how brave we are. Right. I guess if we're feeling brave and we can get a good, good first guest, then, um, you know, not that, okay. So listen, if the first guest, now I realize that I've said that the first <laughs> guest is daytime. They're like, what am I bad? What's the, no. <laughs> on the short list. <laughs> Honestly, I think that really it's just going to be like, how brave are we feeling that first day? You know, when we go to do it, like, um, but yeah, we've got a lot to learn. Um, there have been numerous, numerous people, you, Danielle, you can mention whoever you like, who's been really helpful in helping us figure this stuff out. Do you want to oh. shout some names out? Yes. Yes. And, and thank you. Oh, I squeaked. <clears throat> thank you, Jen from Keymaster Games. You have been an absolute saint. Um, she answered every single one of my stupid streaming questions that I have right down to, I don't know what I'm doing. How do you do this? Just show me like a play by, she gave me a play by play, like cover to cover. This is what you do. She clicked buttons for me. Like she moved the mouse for me. She's like, this is what you need. So thank you. I sent her two pounds of coffee. You are the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think who else is. I talked to T, T a little bit. Um, They are with Haba lots of great feedback lots of encouragement yep t is amazing um, t is amazing i don't know jen but i know t and t is amazing just a couple other folks i've run this by plumpy plumpy thimble he'll be on um obviously he's giving me crap in the back because that's what we do we just beef on, beef on the internet uh also some incredible words of encouragement he quasi said yes to being on i think he said no just to be a jokester and you know give me a hard time but he'll be on just tell him you're having a private Zoom meeting and just send him a link to Twitch. He won't know the difference, right? No, no. He'll just he'll just kind of like be there and just talk and be like, oh, by the way, we've recorded everything and everyone just watched it. So Right, right. I actually did have uh, I, Aaron Wilson, who's recently been on the podcast, who's a, who's a pal of mine and a game designer and a real fun dude to hang out with. Uh, he already said he'll be on the show at some point. So we'll have him on and that'll be fun. But I'm looking at this list of people. There's a lot of good people here. And I know that at least at least five more of the 50 people on this list will say yes. So I just got to send little smiley faces, like a little like, hey, with a weird gif. Like, hey, and they're like, what do you want, Daniel? <laughs> Let me tell you about a great opportunity I have for you. <laughs> yes. And we're going to do those things. We're going to we're going to make the uh, emojis or the emotes Sorry, the emotes. Right. Um, customized. Yeah, I want customized. one on my face. Yes, yes. We're still working on a few things. We need to get a logo together, so we got to figure that out. That's going to be cool. Um, it's going to be brilliant. The logo is going to be so good, so good, you guys. You're going to be <laughs> You're like setting wow. a standard really high. Yeah, I am. I am. I like to do that and then fail. Um, <laughs> Maybe we're doing the daytime stream first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh my goodness! My goodness! So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, maybe we should we should get somebody who's really good at Twitch to be on the first stream. That way, when we're screwing up, they can just the stream will just be them explaining to us how to fix what we're doing wrong. And then we can just you know put it on YouTube as like a Twitch tutorial one on one on what not to do in right, the right. stream. Right, right. Highest view count ever. Yeah, exactly, how to fail? Right. So, um, but so, yeah, I, we're, we're both super excited about it and it's going to be a lot of fun, we think, and, uh, we hope you'll <laughs> join us. Um, so this does mean Danielle said she'll never come back on this podcast again, uh, as long as we're doing the stream because she just ain't got time for that, which is fine. Um, <laughs> Hey, Hey, I'm trying to keep all pieces of my life satisfied. That's and if fair. I'm, That's if fair. I'm recording every night, my kids and my husband will look at me and be like, you're out. You're voted yes. off the island. <laughs> voted off the island, which would be a problem because then you won't have Wi-Fi. So, I mean, among other things, you know, there's that too. The, the utmost problem uh, would be I would no longer have Wi-Fi and I would probably lose my computer too in the process. So, Yeah, that's also not good. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so, um, no, really, we're excited and, and we hope you'll check it out um, follow all those things. And I will, well, I won't be talking a ton about it on this, uh, on this podcast, uh, like taking up a lot of time with it. I will be giving out the info every week just so that you all can join it. Uh, if you want to, um, yeah. Shameless plug. It's all Shameless right. plug. Well, this has been a fun time. Is there anything else you would like to throw out there before we, before we go? Oh man. Anything else I want to throw out? I don't think so. That was the only like I'm 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 genuinely excited for this project, and that's mostly like a lot of my my brain power getting ready for this. Me too. Me too. Yes. Me too. It's going to be super duper fun, and uh, yeah. Well, listeners, I hope you're equally as excited as we are. You're probably not as excited as <laughs> we are, but I hope you're at least excited about the about the idea. Um, so. I would strongly encourage you to check it out. But hey, thanks for listening today. And thanks to Danielle for joining us. Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, yeah, happy to. And then uh, if you want to get in touch with us, of course, you can go to buildingthegamepodcast.com. You can uh, check out our Discord channel there. Highly, highly, highly recommend our Discord channel. Uh, This week uh, on Tuesday, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on launch day, Monday, uh, we will be having our second official uh, weekly meetup uh, for accountability and game design, which is just a nice 30 minute meeting where everybody who joins gets to say what they worked on, what they're going to work on, and if they could use some help from somebody. And uh, yeah, it's just going to going to be a real good community building thing. Uh, hopefully the first one went off without a hitch. We're going to have it tomorrow night after this recording. So um, I'm stoked about it though. So join our Discord channel there. Uh, and then under the channel weekly meetup, you can find information about that weekly meetup. Um and then, um, yes, you can also, of course, email us at buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. And remember to send those cool ideas and questions about Board Game Adjacent to boardgameadjacent at gmail.com. Uh, of course, follow us on Twitter at podcastbtg, at jaslingerland, at danny underscore standring, and at bgadjacent. Um, yes. And, uh, oh, call us, 770-TELL-BTG. We should get a phone number for the stream. <laughs> Do a hotline? Yes. <sighs> should do a hotline that'd be fun i think you can that. do that on discord actually oh can you i that'd think there's a way you, you could do like voicemails mm-hmm. wasn't there yeah. like a show like that i feel maybe i'm i'm i don't know what i'm talking about i take all that uh, back <laughs> but yes to the discord and the voicemails 
I think that would be fun. That's awesome. All right. Well, folks, until next time, good night. Good night. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Dial 770 Hotel BTG. Please don't use the email. <laughs>